Hello. Well, hello and good podcast day to you. There we go. That's what I was expecting. Yes, I was on mute and I forgot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. As usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What else is new? I mean, uh, I guess that's better than being on the Oculus, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. I eventually just went in there and disabled it entirely in Windows, just shut it down. Oh, said, yeah. said, you know what? This is not even an option for you anymore. That seems wise. Yeah. Yeah. It was. I haven't had that problem since. Fair enough. And maybe one day it'll come back to bite me, but for now I think we're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think we're okay at the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, Mm. how are things in your neck of the woods? Oh, fantastic, as always. Work continues to astound me with the level of confidence when it comes to planning people's rosters. Um, Mm. On Monday, I got told that what we decided on Saturday may or may not be correct, and that I would be told in about an hour or so about whether or not I'd be working Tuesday. (laughs) And how'd that turn out? Uh, great. They eventually called and texted me, and I did not respond. I did not pick up the phone. <laughs> I let them I let them worry oh. for a little bit. Um, uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, we need you to work. And then I got in, and I was like, well, it's my day off. I'm going to start at midnight, uh, in and out as fast as possible. And I get there, and there are people standing out the front of my work, you know, people that were leaving, um, other departments. And they go, oh, you got help today. And I'm like, what? Excuse me? Yeah, we just let some guy in from another store. He's come to bake today. I'm like, really? This is news to me. Because if they had someone, they would not have asked me to work on my day off. You'd think so, yes. Yeah. And so I <laughs> get in, and this guy's like, yeah, I'm here to work Tuesday, Wednesday. I'm like, what? It turns out my manager and the store manager did not know about this person. Ah. Surprise. Surprise help. Yeah, surprise help. Um. So I've still got tomorrow off because I worked my day off Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and if he's where to work Tuesday, Wednesday, I don't know who's working tomorrow because tomorrow's Thursday. Right. <laughs> uh, maybe some more surprise help. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> you never know. Surprise help comes out of nowhere sometimes. It's true. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, as huh. Yeah. Well, at least not you're insane. I mean, at least you're not insanely understaffed anymore, I guess. Yeah, I mean... Just a little understaffed? Just a little. Like, I would say we're underqualified stuff. Like, the people that we have in don't necessarily know exactly what they need to be doing. Oh, yeah, that's not good. Yeah. How long does it take you to train someone on everything they would need to do? Uh, depends on which role they're going to fill, right? Most people don't okay. fill everything, so it can vary. I would say competent people can pick it up in, like, a week. Okay, not right. bad. Um, yeah. But those are the people that are, I would say are packing bread, right, mostly. I mean, it's very simple. It's take it off a tray, put it in a plastic bag, put a sticker on it, and put it on a shelf. It's That takes a week of training? Uh, all the different pack, like which breads get different packages, how many in each pack, which stickers to put it on, and then which shelf it goes on, yeah. Okay, all right, I guess. Cons- considering the varieties, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, fair enough. It gets yeah. complicated. Yes. Yeah. All right. How about to do everything that you do? Well, I did a three-year apprenticeship. So Ah. I reckon people could probably pick it up in about two weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. That uh, that speaks a lot about your apprenticeship. Uh, No, okay. So it took me going from like high school to this months before I could accurately remember how to do everything, right? Okay. And competently do it on my own. So, um, if they've never worked before, months, if they've worked in the environment before, it should be days. Right. Okay. So not bad then. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So this new guy, how much experience do you think he has in the industry? He says years. And Uh, yet? And yet seeing his bread, I say minutes. Uh, (laughs) <laughs> like it's very new yeah he, he, like they showed me photos and it, it's not looking good right like it, it they were like so this new guy 
Here's how. Here's the work he's doing. Right. It's it's not good. Um. Yeah. Fortunately, he's just temporary. He's not sticking around forever. He's just helping out on the days where we need people. Ideally, okay. the days I'm not there. Yeah. 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 Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Do would you even, good? would you even know if your work hired new people? <laughs> because like it's not like you go into a building and see these people. Oh, that's true. Or would you just see new names add to like the Slack conversation or whatever? Being like, <laughs> yeah, I mean that would be it. I mean, if they hired somebody and they wanted to be obvious about it, then we have a meeting every morning just to kind of calibrate, and they'd be like, "Hey, here's a new person." Mm. Like yeah. I got a new boss in April that I didn't meet until yesterday. Oh, so. that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. His name's Gary. He's a good guy. Gary. Yeah. 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 Typical. <laughs> typical Gary. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Did he, like, take the Pokemon that's weakest against yours? No. You've not played original Pokemon, have you? I've not actually <sighs> played any Pokemon games oh. except for Pokemon Go for about a week. You've played the worst Pokemon game for about a week. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, so the original Pokemon, you essentially play as Ash. Well, you don't have to play as Ash, but you get, like, a Pikachu that follows you around in yellow version, and then... Professor Oak's grandson is called Gary. Uh-huh. And he's bad news. Yeah, and he's he's like your rival. Gotcha. You know, I understand the concept of rivals in Pokemon games, for sure. Right. No. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. just explaining who the character was. Yeah, yeah. No, this Gary, he's an older fellow. I mean, he's my direct boss, unlike one of the two that I have, but... Uh-huh. You replaced one that I had previously. Anyway, right. yeah. So last week he's like, look, I, I, this is apparently we're never going back to the office. So I want to meet some of you in person. So we're going to have like three people, three person lunches out at a restaurant somewhere where there's social distance and stuff. And so we did. And mm-hmm. it was kind of, it was a very weird experience because it's a barbecue place that's very popular. And the times that I've gone there in the past, it's been packed. Oh, okay. Like starting at 11 a.m., there's a line out the building. Mm-hmm. They've got the like winding line stuff inside the building, which means they're, they usually have a really big line, right? Right. Yeah. So that would be full. Plus people would be in the parking lot and inside would just be packed. It'd be loud. It'd be noisy. It'd be a pretty nuts environment. And yeah, Mm -hmm. there were like three other tables occupied in the whole place. When we were there yesterday, it was nuts. So, uh, the social distancing was nice. I imagine the restaurant is probably dying though. Uh, uh, huh. Do they do takeout now in like lieu of? Yeah, yeah. They, I think everybody. I think literally everyone does takeout now. Like yeah. even there's this moderately upscale steakhouse that I mm. used to go to before all this went down, and I was like, I kind of miss, I miss that steak. So I went and looked, and like, yeah, they do takeout now. Oh, and right. they did not. They did not <laughs> at all before all this started. Right. So I think a lot of restaurants are like, we have, we got to adjust, man. If we yeah. don't do this, we're going. To, we're probably going to die anyway. Mm-hmm. But if we don't even try doing takeout, I don't know how we're going to survive. So. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a there's a steakhouse that I went to in Melbourne that's like divine steak. And <laughs> Melbourne's been on like the most serious of all lockdowns in Australia. And uh-huh. I don't think people are allowed out of the house to go and pick up takeaway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> right. So, and that, it's like, it's right in the city center. I don't know how it's doing, but I hope it's alive. Because, <laughs> man, was that a good steak. So, can, wow. Can you leave your house to, like, pick up groceries? Or yeah, do you have to I, get it delivered? I think you can get groceries. Like, as long as okay. it's essential stuff. It's not like, I want to go eat out at a $300 a meal steakhouse. <laughs> right. Right, right. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, they must be struggling. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so good times. Uh, he, I mean, I don't know. He's, I'm old, but he's older than I am by probably at least 10 or 15 years. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I mean, there just happened to be a bunch of us that were into anime, like the other two people were into anime. And so we were talking about that. And he is lost, <laughs> ultimately very lost. And I tried, <laughs> I tried so hard. I was like, so Gary, what are you, in, what, what's your favorite movie? And he's like, I don't know. And I'm like, look, man. <laughs> Throw me something here. Like, what's a movie you enjoy? And he's like, uh, Star Wars. And I was like, okay, so that's a loaded answer these days. <laughs> yeah. You, and I was you, like, hmm, you, based you, on what I know about you, you meant the original trilogy, right? And he's like, yeah. He's like, nah, I prefer the prequels. 
Like, I know the prequels it, are my favorite. Is it worse if someone says I like Star Wars and then they? Is it worse if they say the prequels or the sequels? Which is worse? I mean, I'm discovering there's an entire generation of people that the prequels are their Star Wars. Uh huh. Like yeah. they watched them when they were kids and mm-hmm. they enjoy them on that level, right? Yeah. So I wouldn't be that freaked out if someone's depending on their age. If they said the prequels are their favorites, I'd be like, okay, that was that's your generation. It's your stuff. Hmm. And I mean, almost, and then for the sequels, I don't know. I've talked to enough people that have enjoyed both The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker that I wouldn't be surprised. Mm. I would disagree with their take, but I would not be surprised by it. I I didn't say which one would you be surprised by. I said which one's worse. (laughs) Ah, That's so hard for me. That's I, the point. Okay, okay, okay. So I like The Force Awakens. I, th- mm-hmm. I like it. I saw that one multiple times in theaters. I don't regret it. I'd probably watch it again. Mm-hmm. I also liked Revenge of the Sith. It's mm-hmm. definitely far and away the best of the trilogy of the prequel movies. Not saying much, but yeah. It's a low bar, but it's actually a decent movie. Mm-hmm. But I think I had more f- fun with force awakens than i did with revenge of the sith i can agree with that so yeah i i think overall the prequels are worse Mm -hmm. but it's close and that doesn't bode well i mean that's that's crazy isn't it like star wars is this really beloved trilogy and even Return of the Jedi, like some of the older fans are like, what is this Ewok garbage? You're just trying to sell toys for kids. And yes, they were. Mm-hmm. And so they hated that stuff. But overall, I think everybody was like, Star Wars is good. Yeah. And now, 30, 40 years later, we've got six more Star Wars blockbuster movies. And two of them, two of the six more that have been made are like, yeah, they're good. I enjoy them. <laughs> I mean, how amazing is that? Yeah, I mean, I I think they're both like either answer is pretty bad. I I worry if they start talking about the Caravan of Courage movies, though, right? The lost old Star Wars movies that no one remembers. If they say they enjoyed those, then I just I don't think that relationship can go any further. Are like, those live action or are we talking animated? Yeah, no, they're live action. <laughs> they, what are you talking about? What is this? You've never heard of Caravan of Courage? No. So they are movies set on Endor with Ewoks. <laughs> oh uh, my gosh. And it's like a family's like shuttle or something crash lands on Ewok, uh, on Endor. And then a wizard or something shows up. And <laughs> it's really strange. <laughs> oh, how have I never heard about this? <laughs> I have no idea. Can Is it? it? Yeah, no, of course it is. Was it direct-to-video? Uh, I believe so, yeah. I think it was direct-to-VHS. <laughs> Actually, I'm seeing there was a limited international theatrical run. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, but that indicates it was largely VHS. Mm-hmm. How have I never heard of this? That's crazy. They're like, you know what everybody really loved about Return of the Jedi is the Ewoks. Let's do more <laughs> of that. Yep. I'm going to assume it didn't do very well. No, I don't. the fact that you never heard of it should speak volumes. Yeah, absolutely. That's crazy. I, wow. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yes, if somebody was like, the Star Wars Holiday Special and Caravan of Courage are my favorite Star Wars things, I'd be like, so this conversation is over. I'll be uh-huh. leaving now. Uh, yep, you'll be hearing from my lawyer uh, with the restraining order. Um, yeah, for sure. Please, no more conversations ever again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that said, I like Rogue One. Like, mm-hmm. I think Rogue One might be... I mean, it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. yeah, it's up there. I don't know if it's my favorite Star Wars movie, but it's up there for sure. Best Star Wars space battle in all of Star Wars, in my opinion. Uh-huh. I, I, I actually really like Solo still. Um, yeah, Solo's fine. Yeah. I, I didn't think, hate it. I think it's better than prequels and the sequels, largely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just I have my irrational X-wing love, and like Force Awakens has some really nice X-wing stuff uh-huh. that I'm into, uh, yeah. and and Solo really doesn't. So 
right. that's a problem for solo for me. <laughs> I, I, I I want someone to go out and make a meme that is just Falcon being uh, like Christian Grey in Fifty Shades of Grey, being like my desires are unconventional. It's just all X wings. <laughs> the whole room's just X wing posters and X wing statues and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would uh, that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. Anywho, anywho, good. So let's see. Last week we talked about uh, Akaduma Drive. Uh, no, last week I don't think I mentioned it at all because I hadn't seen the episode yet. But you you mentioned it as being like a Cowboy Bebop analog I'm, kind I'm of med- sort of. I'm no. Well, I said I was picking up Cowboy Bebop vibes, but I believe I mentioned that on stream. Oh, that was on stream. All okay. All that was while we were watching GSL. Gotcha. Somewhere. Yeah. When so, I was talking with you over the internet, you mentioned Akadama Drive. Yeah, Akadama Drive. A- Akudama Drive. Akudama yeah, I'll get Drive. there eventually. Yeah, it's fine. It's another language. I don't expect you to pick it up in a day. No, of course not. Never. Uh, yeah, so I watched the first episode on uh-huh. Hulu, uh-huh. if anyone's interested in watching as well. And yeah, it was really good. It's um, visually really striking. Like what they've tried to do as far as build a version of, I assume, a version of Tokyo, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is really just visually stunning with these like blimps flying around and mm-hmm. there's advertising everywhere. And right. the government seems to have enough control over the city that it can take over any visual space and broadcast mm-hmm. messages at any time. So, I mean, it's just kind of dystopian that way. There's public executions, which again is very dystopian and very yeah. weird for Japan. So, I rewatched the first episode today and okay. um, I still felt I was picking up a little bit of Cowboy Bebop in there somewhere, right? Like, yes, feelings that could go to places where that belongs. But in retrospect, I would say it's more Akira meets uh, Ghost in a Shell. Uh, oh. Hmm. Only yeah, less serious. <laughs> less serious yeah. than I think either of those. Yeah, Akira gets <laughs> real, real serious real fast. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. I mean, there's especially when we first meet the courier, and he's got a super cool motorbike that can, like, grappling hook mm-hmm. to stuff somehow. Yeah. I was like, okay, I understand your con- concept behind this, but I don't think that would actually work <laughs> the way you want it to, but whatever. Magic technology. But yeah, there's yeah. definitely some, like, jazz going on. When mm-hmm. we first meet him and he's flying around and I'm like, okay, they're trying a little Cowboy Bebop here. Right. That was very uh, Spike in his little one man ship. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So I was like, you're either, I mean, the line between homage and ripoff is fairly thin. <laughs> right. It's but I don't think it was blatant enough. I think it was an homage. I think they're just recognizing, okay, mm-hmm. we are taking some inspiration from, you know, this great thing. Classics. This great yeah. classic, right? But then uh, there were most of the other music was not jazzy. Yeah. They weren't trying to do everything Cowboy Bebop. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's pretty jam packed for a pilot. We are introduced to f- six, S- seven, characters. Six, seven new characters. Yeah. The episode's called Sevens. <laughs> yeah. Seven away. new characters. And they do a pretty good job of giving everybody enough of an introduction and enough time with them alone to where we understand who they are. Mm hmm for drawing them together and right. then there's a little bit of interaction there and then we kind of run out of time so yeah it's one of the more annoying things that some animes will do like a 40 minute pilot and uh-huh. it, and some don't right and the shows that do a 40 minute pilot usually set a really good pace and then every other episode is back to 24 minutes or something and uh-huh. it just doesn't feel right and I, I would love this show to be 40 minutes every episode I feel like it's pretty packed. Like I yeah. can see why they could use that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, it depends if the show detent, uh, intends to carry on the same pace, right? Because there's a mm-hmm. lot of stuff that happens. Um, yeah, and there are definitely shows that are like, "Hey, this pilot is jam packed with action," and then the rest of the show is like, eh, "You'll never see that again." Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Although in this case, I don't know how there wouldn't be more action at some point, just based right. on who we're dealing with here, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's good. I liked how 
the show used the cat to get mm. the girl to the action, right? Because right. she's yeah. so worried about this cat and trying to keep it safe during all this insane insanity. And you're like, man, she really loves animals. But then it turns out it's like part of this larger plan. To... Yeah, it's a psychic cat. <laughs> yeah, something's going on with it. We don't. Mm -hmm. It's talking at least. We don't know much else. Right. Right. I mean, but it sure, I mean, this isn't explicit, but it sure seems like the cat was drawing this random girl to hang out with all these other basically demigods. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, kind there's of. A call, there's a bomb caller for her. Like, who's that for? If well, she doesn't show up, who's the bomb caller for? Well, there's also a bomb caller for the random hoodlum guy who just like yeah. broke out of jail coincidentally. Right with the explosion, That's there was a bomb caller, and then there was even another bomb caller for one of the cops that was executing Cutthroat. So I assume they just had spares. Just okay. In case. So whoever set this up just like sent twenty bomb callers and is like, whoever shows up, yeah, yeah, <laughs> here we go. Because also yeah. they were all fighting each other. How would they have known if they didn't actually kill each other before they got there? And how many of them would you know actually release the guy? Yeah. So you got to have spares, you got to have extras. Planning for unplanned stuff. Yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, the whole reason that the girl's there at all, like, okay, number one, dude drops his money, paying mm -hmm. for his food. Mm -hmm. You try to return the 500 yen coin to him, and he says, dropped money is bad luck, and <laughs> drives off. Yes. At this point... It's your money. He has given it to you. He has uh -huh. not said as much, but he doesn't want it. Mm -hmm. You but made a good effort and good faith to return that cash. You can spend it, little girl, I promise. Yes. The fact that she was like, nope, I got to return this to a guy who showed no interest in it. Like, what's <laughs> wrong with you as a person? Yeah. Uh, I Like, I know they needed to get her there for the story. It was a uh -huh. very much the plot needed her to do these things. But I was just like, come on. Well, I, I can totally see if she picks it up and she heads over, but he drives off before she can talk to him. Uh -huh. And then she's like, I can't spend this. And then she ends up in petty crimes or whatever. I get that. Right. Like all that scene, I think is fine. Um, but the fact that she talked to the courier, he rejected the money and then she still wouldn't spend it is like, come on. Well, I uh, yeah, because it's weird. It's like, what is she going to do with that money if not spend it? It's like, is yeah. there a lost and found for 500 yen coins? <laughs> is she going to wander the city looking for this guy on a motorcycle for the rest of her life? Right. Or yeah. maybe, is there a wishing well somewhere that she would intend to like remove its bad luck? Donate it to a shrine, maybe? Uh, yeah. Any of the things are actually possible. I mean, Japan, come on. Um, <laughs> but we just don't know. We, we don't know. Don't know. I mean... And additionally, extra evidence this is some kind of crazy dystopian society. Like, you go to jail if someone's <laughs> like, this person's trying to make off with $4 worth of food, right? <laughs> right? Holy smokes, you call the cops, they pick you up, they take you in, and you get processed for that. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. That's, yeah. 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 I mean, that maybe that's why she was so keen on not spending it, because she didn't want like motorbike guy to be like no 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 she stole my money and that would also get her picked up and processed yeah like, but he could say that anyway like it, i mean it's true but if we then have a link of her then using the money for something buying food we can now have a, a witness i know but like potential outcome versus i'm getting taken by the police right now <laughs> right seems like if you have to weigh two bad options you're probably going to take the one where you yeah. get out of the immediate trouble rather than try to avoid future trouble right 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 that's all it's just the plot needed her to be there so they gave us the cats and they gave us the money situation and then she was there so right which is all fine i guess it's not yeah. the end of the world i liked uh what did she the doctor lady she claimed well no girl claimed she was a swindler oh yeah when they're like Oh, she's just an ordinary person, and she's, like, about to die, and she's got the cat. And right. then there's a very, like, uh, uh, like forward, like, what, what, when you set something up, when she says she's a swindler, it shows a picture of the cat, and the ears flick, and eyes flick up to her. They're like, oh, 
Oh, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Good, on, you're good on your feet. <laughs> the yeah. cat reacted to that for sure. And I was yeah. like, that's weird. But I did not be like, oh, yes, this is a talking cat, obviously. <laughs> 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 not yeah. at all. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was that was survival. They were like, she's a spare. We don't. We are, again, demigods. We don't care about the lives of average human beings. Mm-hmm. She's just in the way. Let's take her down. Yeah. That dude threw a lady through a roof. <laughs> right? He threw a ceiling of yeah. what I would assume is a reinforced building. <laughs> and she was fine because, again, superheroes generally have indestructibility as part of their base package of powers, whatever else they can do. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, and even I, what's his face? Even the hacker. Get yeah. smashed into by a human body traveling at 800 miles an hour, mm-hmm. then falls down mm-hmm. 80 feet, crashes to the ground, and is totally fine because, mm-hmm. again, base package invulnerability. <laughs> no scratches, no scrapes. No. She's even like, I can fix myself up. And I'm like, you did no <laughs> such thing. You had no time for that. <laughs> yeah. I... Yeah. I don't think she was being literal. I think she just meant no. she could take care of herself. Um, yes. Although I will be, like, I loved her. Uh, like, I'm going to just do surgery on this guy in a blimp. Why not? Right. And I'm like, okay, look. <laughs> I, I, mm, I feel like you need certain medical implements to pull this off. Even if you're an incredibly skilled surgeon, I don't think you can do this on the floor of public transportation <laughs> and have it succeed. No, like you need big things. You need like IV drips and all sorts of crazy stuff that you don't have. Uh huh. Yeah. I like how it doesn't even show if it was successful or not. She's just (laughs) sewing the guy up, and it's like "Mm, maybe he's fine. We don't know. Good point. Yeah. (laughs) So he definitely killed everybody else in that blimp, though. Mm -hmm. I assume she stripped them all for parts, but. Yeah, but it's like he's having a heart attack. How many parts does he need? Well, some of them obviously just got in the way, right? Like this. Yeah, is, that this one is person that we specifically saw interrupt her, and she threw a scalpel into his head. Yes. <laughs> Thank God she was done with that scalpel. Yeah. Also, how much strength do you need to throw a scalpel that goes through the skull into someone's brain? Like that's a lot of force, man. Uh, that is not normal human strength. I don't think you no, could do that. I think a normal human could do that. Through the skull? Skulls are thick, man. Oh. Yeah. Scalpels are sharp. They are really sharp. Right? We need like... Mythbusters for this. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. I mean... Through... They'd probably get a pig skull or something and then, like, have an expert knife thrower try it with a scalpel. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, here's... I just... if, if these people There's... are superheroes or demigods, yeah. she can have bonus strength. That's fine. And that's what I'm saying. I think it indicates that we're not dealing with regular people here. Right. Um, And the fact that random teenage girl knows who they are indicates that they're famous and Mm. outlaws because the cops don't like them. And there's a lot of world building in that episode. Right. One of the cops even referred to them as S rank. Yes. So they clearly ranked and measured on some criteria. Yeah. I think all the criminals are on the tier list. Uh Like they showed us a whole bunch of different types. Right. But these particular ones are the S ranks for their, mm-hmm. for the tier list. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And somebody offered them a hundred million yen to stop the execution of what seems to be another S rank. Yes. Criminal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Akudama. Yeah. 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 And like even someone's to say the person that rescues him gets the money and nobody else does. It's like it's a race. Yeah, except the courier got money because he had a different job entirely. Yeah. And he he delivered the bomb necklace that ended up on his neck. So good times, man. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And like there's a little bit of, hey, so who gets the hundred million? But then that seems to be dropped. Well, I I mean. I guess as soon as like the bomb caller showed up because you (laughs) have bigger concerns. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. I, I mean, I'm curious as to how they got the colors on everyone. Hey, everyone, stand still for 10 seconds while I put colors on everyone, but nobody reacted until I put it on the last guy. It seemed like the cutter did it. Or the yeah. cutthroat did it. Yeah, he did it. But how did like, he... Like, super speed. Maybe mm. that's part of his thing. Maybe. Like, you don't kill a thousand people without being... Quick. Something going on, right? 
Right. Yeah, I suppose. But I mean, well, one guy was basically flying. The Flash. One guy was flying. <laughs> the hacker dude with his yeah. little robot shoes. That's true. I mean, what's his face? Super strong brawler guy. Seems like it'd be hard to put something on him he didn't want you to put on, right? Right. I would love it if he got to him and realized the collar didn't fit. Like the his next tooth thick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be great. So he'd, oh, uh, man, it'd be great if he did it. Like he put one around each bicep or something like instead. <laughs> Kills him that way. <laughs> uh, that's incredible yeah. All right. anyway it's good I mean again they could totally slow down and be boring after this but I doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it yeah no I, I'm really curious to know if teenage girl is supposed to be there or if she just nah. has a cataclysmically terribly bad luck night and ends up in this room uh-huh I, I mean either way I think I'll like it um yeah. I'm, ho I'm hoping she's just kind of like an ordinary girl, right? Ordinary person winds up in a bad place and see what happens. Like, I'm okay with her being an ordinary girl, but uh, the question is, does she have a purpose, right? If she was lured there and if she was brought there by somebody, do they it, need her for something in particular is what I'm wondering. If she's an ordinary uh, girl, but she has a purpose, is she really ordinary? Maybe they just need an ordinary girl for some plan they've got hatched up, right? Yeah, sure. I mean, maybe someone with a minimal record or something to get them through. Yeah, the maybe. Yeah, I could see that. Just something like that. Yeah. Someone that isn't being tracked by the systems at all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Although, does she have a record now? I don't know. She talked to that oh. robot. Yeah. And the robot was like, you seem like a swindler. And she was like, screw you. The, the tank robot recognized her and categorized as detained minor offense. Okay, so she's in the system now. Yeah. At yeah. least as detained. Yes. But definitely not a threat. Not... Yeah. Has no year hmm. sentencing associated with it. Correct. Yeah. It is funny they bother to differentiate between, like, <laughs> sentence 800 years and sentence 700 years. Right. Like, yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to execute both of them either way, so what's the big deal? Right, right. Yeah. Ugh. So good. Yep. Gonna be weekly, I assume. Uh, yeah. Let's hope so. Excellent. So one of the other shows that I also watched after last week, which I'm now about to try and sell you on. Um, mm. I already have two. You can do. I started watching Millionaire Detective. You can't give me more homework. <laughs> no. You can tell me about it, but I'm not starting it until I'm done with Millionaire Detective. All right. I'm gonna try and sell you on it because the first episode does something crazy. And okay. then the second episode has time travel in a way that I think you'll like. All right. I'm skeptical, <laughs> but okay. Okay. So the show is called Talentless Nana. Talentless Nana? Yeah. Don't look it up. Don't look into it. Don't do it. Don't. I see you typing. I'm just going to see no. where it's streaming. That's mm -hmm. it. Okay. So the show opens up with like what looks like typical high school dude, except we're told that he's in a special school for like people with superpowers who have to fight the enemies of humanity, which are these monstrous threats that have started appearing like 100 years ago or something, right? As they do, right? Yeah, right. Except we're also told that this guy apparently has no powers or is incredibly weak because he is bullied by all the other kids at the school. Okay. And then on that day, a new girl arrives um, and she can read minds. And she tries to push him to be the class representative or leader because he has a pure heart. And, you know, the class she of all... She, she can read she, minds. She knows because, right? Got it. Right. She all can right. read minds. And so he's, she's, like, following him around, trying to befriend him because he's, like, the nicest guy or whatever. And she's like, oh, I can tell that you, you know, you like cats, but, you know, you live here, so you must, be like, just see one on your route to work or uh, route to school. Like, you can't own one. And he's like, yeah, I like it. It makes me miss the one back home. Like, she knows all this stuff, right? Like, so she's proving she could read his mind. And then she, like, opens up to him that uh, she can't turn it off. And that the way it sounds like is, like, everyone's on the phone. She only gets half of the conversations all the time. And so taking, like, trains and stuff in Japan was, like, super brutal because there's just hundreds of people. And she can never get, a, like, any quiet at all. 
Yeah, it's a classic take on the mind reading thing is you can't turn it off and you go insane. Right, right. right. Classic. And, okay, so the high school then debates into, like, who should become the leader. It becomes down to typical ice guy versus typical fire guy. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, as it does. uh Uh-huh. And typical fire guy gets a little too hot and throws a giant fireball at basically everyone in this class. Um, This is where we... And they all die. Right, yeah, they all die. No, the talentless dude... um, Steps in because it turns out his talent. This uh, I think his name's Nanano. Uh, he steps in, and it turns out his power is nullifying anyone else's power. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he's a racer, racer head on Mario right. Academia. Right, essentially, and so he gets made class leader, and then they, him and the girl, then go to like this cliff, and they're talking about it on their walk back to the dorms, and he's like, "Let me see if I can turn off your mind reading and." You know, we'll see if you can have some peace and quiet. And so they're holding hands and she starts crying because it's working. He's crying because he's finally made a friend here. And then, end of the episode, she pushes him off the cliff. (laughs) (laughs) I finally made a friend. (laughs) Yeah, and that's it. The episode ends. Right? Like pretty good. That's a pretty good cliffhanger. I gotta say. (laughs) Like (laughs) I mean, technically, it doesn't immediately end. He grabs, like, the rope, uh, like, railing or whatever, and he's dangling there. It's so literally, it's literally a cliffhanger. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then he falls, and then the show ends, right? Uh, awesome. So I, I was super intrigued to see how that keeps going. For sure. Uh, episode two, there's a guy. It, it's all revealed, so I'm spoiling episode two for you. I'm sorry. That she is the talentless Nana. Her name is Nana, and she has no talent. She cannot read minds. She just guessed and Sherlocked her way through this kid, right? Because her mission is to secretly come to this island, pose as a student, and murder everyone on it. Oh. (laughs) Because the enemies of humanity were actually all just people. They're not like alien monsters or anything. They're just people with powers. This is My Hero Academia, but they decided to quarantine all the heroes... And then slowly kill them off instead of letting Sneakily. them just run through society. Yeah. Yeah. I can, okay. I can see that. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. That's uh. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And so it looks sec- like it's on Funimation, yeah. so uh-huh. I have access to it at least. Excellent. Excellent. Second guy she goes to kill is Time Travel Dude. And... Ice Guy, at one point in the episode, freezes at a lake, and she convinces him to teleport back in time to before the lake was frozen, and he drowns and then ends up in the frozen lake. It's amazing of how you beat someone who can, like, literally go back in time, right? Yeah. Like, I don't want to spoil how the entire episode gets to that point, because if you do watch it, it's some great MacGyvering on her part. (laughs) <laughs> like figuring out how this guy's powers work as she almost gets busted for a crime she committed yesterday. It's, right. It's really good. Okay. So it's, it's just smartness. We're just yeah. killing yeah. these. Uh, she She's an evil Batman. Yeah. We're yeah. killing these uh, people with quirks with mm-hmm. intelligence. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. So these are two Batman shows you want me to watch is what you're saying. Well, I mean, it's up to you. Fair enough. We'll check it out. Yeah. Did you start Millionaire Detective? I did. I got um, out halfway through the first episode, and then things came up. But stuff happened. Okay. Okay. We'll come back we'll to that. We'll get through later. there. Yep. We will. We definitely will. Okay. All right. Got to do GSLs. We do have to do GSL. All right. So rip all the Zergs, man. What do you like, mean? It's racial balancing. It's perfect. I know. But, like, both Dark and Rogue died in Group D, which is just like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. We didn't pick that. No. No. Ooh. Rogue especially, man. What a bad yeah. day. Did he win anything? Uh, I mean, he took a map off Innovation, which is cool. And he took a map off Dark. <laughs> which is cool. Yeah. That's the best part. Tastosis is like, so they put put this thing up on the map since Legacy of the Void came out five years ago. It's like 14 and one that Rogue <laughs> has beat Dark in professional tournaments. And it's like, they were astounded. They're like, that. Uh-huh. Ne- that is never the number for two professionals that are at the top of the game like they both are. Mm-hmm. For one to have just the 
absolute upper hand over the other one like this is it's unheard of. Right. And yeah. then Dark proceeds to beat him. <laughs> and uh, in fairness, for some reason, Rogue went Broodlords in mm. one of the games that went poorly and he lost. And oh. I mean, it, again, it's a best of three series, but still. Right, right. Why? I don't know, man. It seems like Rogue was just kind of like he was aware of the 14-in-1 record and just messing around and it backfired on him. Right. He was several going ultras versus Reno. <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> just doubling down on ultras over and over again. <laughs> anyway, bad times. Okay, so we have our playoff. We've got a uh, round of eight. Uh-huh, we do. It's T.Y. and Dong Regu. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's an innovation. Yeah. Armani and Zest and Maru and Trap. Sure is. Pretty good round of eight. Not going to complain about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we can start with who doesn't make it. Armani. <laughs> yeah, like Armani, but not his time. Not his time. Does Dong Regu live up to being the best player to ever come back from retirement? Man, if he could win a GSL, that'd be huge. That would be huge. He is looking... F- Fairly unstoppable. Uh-huh. Although, I don't know. Cure took... Cure beat him. Uh-huh. In Cure the beat first... Several. Yes. Cure beat him in the first match of Group B, but then Don Regu got revenge and 2-0'd him when they met again in the group. Right. And Don Regu 3-0'd innovation in the same quarterfinals last season. Hmm. So, if he can beat... You know, I think he can probably beat T.Y. Or at least, it'll be interesting. It won't be like a I could see stuff. that. Yeah. Zest actually beat Don Regu 2 1. Hmm. So, hmm. All right. But he matches up against a, a Terran first. So, yeah. Yeah. I think Don Regu could totally win that. It's, it's not easy, though. Mm-hmm. I've run the illegal act stats for all of these matches. TY mm-hmm. and Don Regu are like 49.5% likely to win. Like, they're both it's super close to 50 50. I can see that. Yeah. Um, stats and Inno. I really don't know what to say about this. I feel like Stats was like not doing so hot, but he, I mean, he keeps showing up. He 2 0'd Beyond, which okay. Uh-huh. And then he 2 1'd Maru, which again is like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maru's so gosh darn inconsistent. Uh-huh. It's hard to be like, you beat Maru, you're incredible. It's like, oh, I mean, it's Maru, so like maybe he just wasn't feeling it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah, the, I don't even want to pick that one. I have no idea. Okay. Like, Stats made it to the final of the last season, so uh-huh. he's still incredibly scary. Yeah, yeah, he did it beating T.Y. Yeah. So. Hmm. Interesting. So interesting. Zess is going to beat Armani. Mm-hmm. Trap Maru. Picking anything involving Maru is insane. I won't touch it with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Trap's really good on his own, though. This isn't like if Maru sucks, then Trap's going to win. This is like Trap could just win. Yeah. Like yeah. Maru could be playing really well, and Trap could just beat him. So yes. That is 100% that is the an case. Yeah. Possible one to pick, too. This is difficult. This is like a... <laughs> Really, really difficult, uh, difficult setup here. So, who's betrayed me in the past? Innovation <laughs> definitely has. Uh huh, for sure. Uh, Maru's never let me down, not once. Um, nope, not a single time. I'm never gonna let that go. Um, uh uh-uh. uh. I, I mean, look, man, I've been on the Dongregu hype train mm-hmm. since he's come back. I can't abandon him now. Like, mm-hmm. even though I don't feel super great about him getting out of the first round. <laughs> Nothing else is great here. Like, there's not another series where it's like, I could go Zest, I guess. If you really just wanted to pick someone who's guaranteed to get out of the first round, it's probably Zest. Yeah, I mean, that's playing smart. Like, because you, you just have to bait, like, in terms of maps one, whoever I pick. Yes. And if my record says anything, my player might not be so consistent. Yeah. And yeah, if you miss on the first round and I pick Zest and he makes it to the semifinal, nothing else matters. Mm-hmm. Right. Sure. Hmm. 
I got to do it. You got to go with dong right here? Yeah, I got to go with the dong. Uh, okay. Okay. So where are you at? I am... Honestly, I cannot decide between T.Y. Morrow and Trap, right? Like, <laughs> Wow, okay, I, three like, players. Like, I think T.Y. TY easily beats Don Rager. Not easily, but I think he gets out of this, right? Personally. Huh. Okay, all right, right? all right. Yeah. I want to pick Maru because, well, I have a consistency thing picking Maru. And sometimes... And you, it, you <laughs> have, I lost, him. Yes. have I lost every time I've picked Maru? Yeah, <laughs> I think you have. <laughs> <laughs> no, he still loves me. It's okay. This was an accident. I fell down some stairs. Um, For the third time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and But boy, does a legal acting trap will smash Maru. Oh, wow. Okay. Copenhagen Doss, for what it's worth, says T.Y. Maru or Trap or T.Y. Trap in the finals. Yeah. Does Trap beat Zest in a PvP, you think? Who knows? PvP is a gosh darn clown fiesta. (laughs) It's it's a legitimate matchup that does not produce any memes. (laughs) Not even a single one ever in all the 10 years of StarCraft 2. It's true. Um, yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. I don't. I don't even know. Like, how does a legal act treat PVPs? <laughs> just throws his hands up and goes. Eh, here are yeah. some numbers, I guess. <laughs> what do you think, buddy? Huh? <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oh God. Um, I'm gonna go Mar. Okay. I'm gonna... So we both went with our loves, <laughs> even if our heads tell us maybe it's not the right idea. Uh huh. I would just like to say that we got three out of four horsemen. Ooh. Oh, we do. We almost had four as wow. well, but yeah, fucking stats. Um, yeah, yeah. Is the fourth one Beyond? Yeah, Beyond, yeah. Oh, Beyond. Maybe later. Maybe later. Soon. Yeah, Heal soon. Your, get your wrists, like, looked after. Yeah. What's okay. standard PvP, Cope? Like, Stalker Disruptor? There was a lot of that in the last GSL that I watched. Right. A lot of uh, disruptor tennis. I don't I don't even know what qualifies as standard PvP anymore. Mm-mm. I couldn't I could not tell you. Um, I mean the only time in history I could remember it being standard is in Wings of Liberty. It mm-hmm. was you'd make four gates and a robo, and you'd make a million stalkers and colossus. Uh-huh. And whoever had the most colossus would win. <laughs> the end. <laughs> like <laughs> Every time for like two years, it was it sucked. Okay, I mean it's better than then, but mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. it's like all over the place. Okay, all right, the picks are in. Yeah, we I usually should... set up our punishments at it's this true. point too. We do, yeah. Um, um hmm, do you have anything? Uh, for you, if you lose, you have to put up a, an NBA poster on the wall of your bedroom. Oh, I, I sleep in there, dude. Mm-hmm. That's not fair. <laughs> I mean, Does it, I don't like, know how uh, fair it is, but I think it works. Okay. I mean, I mean I've never done anything that would disrupt your sleeping. <laughs> I think you're being a little dramatic here, Samacron. I sleep during the day. Like, I can't shut out all the light. I'm going to be able to see it. <laughs> Do you sleep with your eyes open? Are you some kind of a snake man? I'm Gandalf in the two towers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, Are you some kind of wizard angel person? Okay. Okay. Um, you just said a poster. There's no limitations on size or anything. Come on. An NBA poster. I'm not saying it has to cover the whole wall. But a standard size NBA poster. Like size of the posters behind me. One of those. All right. Okay. Okay. I guess I can do that. Excellent. Very good. (sighs) Now I need something for you. You do. I actually still have the Australian flag in my window. (laughs) That's fine. It has use utility. (laughs) It sure Um, does. Huh. Yeah, I wish I knew that you you were like going to like meet your coworkers and boss 
after like I, I wish i knew that was coming because i just thought of something you know the yeah. the like the hentai hoodies that are just like people orgasming their faces it's like all over it i would get you to wear one of those to a meeting <laughs> yeah that's horrendous <laughs> i feel in no way that is equivalent to having an nba poster in your bedroom <laughs> I mean, there was no time limit on how long I have to have the poster. I could have it up there permanently. Versus you, you have to could... wear one jacket out in public with coworkers. Yep. In public with coworkers and my boss. That's, that's a little different. It's on a different level. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Off the table I mean, I mean, well, just in the sense that I have no idea what I'm going to see any of my coworkers or my bosses in person right. ever again. Right. So, it's true. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know. Crikey. Uh, can't get you to shave the beard. I mean, like man. it would be entire, like not like or like clean shaven baby face. Or I don't know. I like you keep like a just a mustache or something, right? <laughs> just the stash. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. Hmm. No. No. Yeah. Ah, boy. Um. I don't know. You could put it to Discord or Twitter or something. Well, I suppose. I'm gonna outsource. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Outsource your plans. Yeah. Uh, I think I'll come back with something. Okay. I mean, the first match isn't, well... It's in, like, six hours or something. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, your match isn't until the 16th. So we've got yes. some time. I've got a little bit of time for that, yeah. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Really gonna be out... I'm like, this came me up at night. I'm not gonna be able to think about anything else until I work something okay. out. Yeah. Well, outsource it. Yeah. I'm sure people will have some terrible ideas for me. It's true. They usually do. Uh, they do. Hmm. Given the opportunity. I mean, the problem is I've also run out of like terrible anime for you to watch. Like I've only been able to find good things to recommend. Hmm. Well, well, that is a tragedy for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. I know that tears you up inside. Um, I mean, hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Like, you could have me get food from Popeye's, which is a chicken place that I hate. I think you've talked about that. Uh, no, I didn't know that you hate Popeye's. Eat it on stream. I have told you that I hate Popeye's at some well, point. I mean, maybe, but we don't have Popeye's here, so I, right. like, I wouldn't cattle. Like, I have no way to catalog that information. Um, yeah. What do you so, hate like, about Popeye's? Like, what's, what's your least favorite thing on their menu? So, they do this, like, spicy chicken, but it's... I don't know. It's just gross. It's like dry chicken and the flavor's just nothing with a little hint of kind of some spice in it. It's not good. It's not good. At all. Like, I went there because it didn't used to be in our state and it came maybe oh. two years ago. Uh -huh. And we went, like, at work for one day for lunch and I was like, this is bad. Uh -huh. And then we went again the next week because I was like, maybe it was a fluke and I hated it more. So, not a fluke, pretty no, sure. Just awful. Okay. Just bad. But what's weird is it's super popular. I'm the really? only person. Yeah. Like, I'm the only person in the entire group of our lunch group that didn't like it. Huh. And, uh, like, thank goodness for the veto system. Everybody got one place they could veto, veto hands down every time. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Because otherwise, we'd have gone there all the time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um,. Okay, Sorry, so, something along those lines. Okay, no, I actually really like that. But what, like, how much food are we forcing you to eat here? Is it like you get one child-sized meal? Like, I mean, like a number two value meal. Like, I don't know, man. Whatever, adult cause, food. Because no, no, no. Because I, I, like, it's gonna be a punishment. I can't be like, oh, go and eat a shitty burger. Because you did that for lunch with your coworkers twice in a row. It's clearly something that you're capable of getting through with i didn't literally. finish it either time oh interesting that raises yeah. mistakes yeah okay okay i will let you be in charge of that but 
um, you know, you have to finish. Okay, I'll go get some. I'll eat it on stream. Yeah. But there we go. Okay. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Deal. When's the uh, last one of these that I won? I feel like I'm on a losing streak. The last one you won, I probably sung a song, which puts it at like BlizzCon last year. Oh, yeah. The Disney princess stuff. Yeah. Did you forget that happened? No, no, no. I just I didn't realize that was the last one. But yeah, yeah. now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Wow. It has been a long time for you. Ooh, yeah. you need to lose more. <laughs> well, let's, you know, pray for Don Regu. Yeah. Yeah. Pray for Don Regu and hope that Maru continues his incredible run of disappointing you horribly. Nah, he's going to be great. Okay. Yep. Good old Maru. All right, done. done. Got it figured. Well done. Well done, us. Excellent. All right. All right. Anything else we want to cover for this episode of the podcast? I think that's about it. Excellent. All right. Very good. Well, thanks everybody for hanging out with us for another episode of the Falcon Paladin Hour. Again, we live stream this at twitch.tv slash on Tuesday nights in the U.S. So if you want to watch a live edition of the pod, maybe ask us live questions, you can do so over there. Just mm -hmm. go to twitch.tv slash and give it a follow. Maybe a subscribe if you're into that. Mm -hmm. Check out the Patreon page for the podcast. Link in the show notes as well as the <gasps> merch store, falconpaladin.store. And there's something else. You haven't had a sports ball minute. Oh, that's true. I guess we have a couple minutes for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Take all the time you need, my good sir. Wow, really? Okay. Mm -hmm. I'll allow it. Like, you took the time to write something. <laughs> it's true. Okay, here it is. Falcon Paladin's thoughts on LeBron winning the NBA title with the Lakers. Point number one. This is the second time I publicly declared LeBron James didn't have enough pieces around him to win a title, but he did anyway. The first time was in Cleveland. I didn't think he had enough in Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love to win a title. He did it. And this time, the Lakers. He had uh, Anthony Davis and almost nothing else, and he won a title anyway. So he's incredible. Like, LeBron is an amazing player. I've always loved rooting for him. I would still take MJ over him if I was trying to win a finals game seven, though. I just think that Michael is enough of a psychopath to give him the edge over LeBron, who seems more mentally stable. I think the only advantage that MJ has is that he's a crazy person and would try to win that thing and do anything to do it, whereas LeBron is not quite at that level. Number two, I will always hate LeBron a little bit for choosing to bestow another title on the Lakers, a team with garbage ownership and management and a bad roster. He lifted them up from an extended bout of mediocrity and gave them a championship, and I'll never forgive him for that. If he'd gone to literally any other team in the league, I would have been cheering Rooting hard for him. I couldn't do it when he was at the Lakers. And he's still at the Lakers. Number three, Laker fans can eat poop. You did nothing to deserve this title. Your team did nothing to deserve this title. You should shut up and enjoy it quietly. Number four, I don't consider this NBA season to be an asterisk season. I saw players playing at their highest levels. I saw incredible games. I saw players leave it all out on the floor night after night. And I think the lack of fans affected the games in that players who traditionally struggle when 35,000 people are screaming at them could relax and play better. But as that is a benefit for every team equally, nobody specifically benefited. And again, I consider this a legit NBA season. Number five, LeBron is incredible, and I'm done predicting when he's going to fall off like every other superstar before him has. He is unique. He could play for another 10 years as far as I'm concerned. We'll never see anybody like him as far as longevity and incredible skill is concerned. And that's it. Those are my thoughts on the end of the NBA season. Wow. <laughs> <sighs> I have feel some better? feelings. Do you feel better? Kind of, yeah. Get that all <laughs> off your shoulders? <laughs> yes. <sighs> LeBron in French is the Bron. Yes, thank you, Copenhagen Toss. <laughs> uh, Very good. Yeah. All right. All right. So sports ball minute. Check out the merch. Falcon Paladin not store. Check out the Patreon. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Appreciate all the listens. You can find us on Spotify and you take care of yourself. Goodbye. <laughs>